Welcome back to the gazebo. This is Adam, a.k.a. Parson Brown. We're here with Dan. What's your nickname today, Dan? I think I'm just like Danta Claus. I think it's perfect, right? Like a jolly elf, maybe? I'm a jolly old elf, like Santa. Yeah, you are kind of like that. Um, and then we have a very special guest joining us today. It is one of our coworkers and one of our friends, Jill Ackerick. Hi, Jill. Hi, guys. I think that I'll pick my um, name today. It'll be Happy Jillidays. Ooh, oh, like that's that. really good. Thank you. Thank you. Maybe wow. Jilly Old St. Nick? Maybe. Oh, that's another good one. Are you calling me fat? Yeah, are you calling her old? <laughs> yes, both of them. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm leaving. <laughs> that was sarcasm. I'm not. Yikes. Um, but we do need to say hello. So Jill and I have... Also a mutual friend out there, longtime listener to the show. Mm-hmm. Oh, we have those? We do. <laughs> we have one. She might be the OG. All right. Yeah. Well, I, I know someone as well. Matt, hello. Oh, nice, yes. Matt. Yeah. My mom, I think, listens occasionally. So hi, mom. But yes, but Jill and I, our mutual friend, Leanne K. Hi, Leanne. Hi, Leanne. <laughs> I'll see you tonight at the gym, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> we appreciate you listening. And for, so funny story, I was texting with her husband, Charlie, the other day. Um, about the Hallmark movie that we are going to discuss today because they were actually watching it. It's really oh. funny. So, and the one we're watching today is, or talking about today. What did I say? Watching, talking about. Anyway, we're getting Both? confused. I'm going to be honest now. When we went into the Thanksgiving week and we had to watch three of these, that was that was ambitious. Um, yeah, it maybe was a little overly ambitious for one of us. <laughs> Yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> today's movie we're going to talk about because of scheduling. We, we jumped around a little bit, but today's movie is Christmas Town. So, uh, Christmas Town featuring my favorite. And if there were if there were an MVP of, of Hallmark movies for me, it's definitely Candace Cameron Bure. Deej. Deej. Old Deej Tanner. Old Deej Tanner. It is Tanner. DJ Tanner. Yeah, she is. She's awesome. Also, really good on Dancing with the Stars. Yes. Oh. She did a great job. Oh, did she did. Run. I have learned recently that that is still a show that is on television. It True is. story. Yeah. That is insane. Yeah. Like, that or, is. That's or, a, or awesome. That's a legitimate commitment. My wife watches it. That is a commitment yeah. of a show to watch. The dancers are now bigger stars than any of the stars oh, that come on. Yes. 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 100%. Like, the people who are dancing with the stars are the guests of the show. Sean Spicer's not a star? No. Oh, I wasn't sure. No. Yeah. Dawson is a star, though. Yes. I feel like Dawson got robbed. Dawson's I didn't watch great. any of the, the he season. Was, he was very good but, at dancing. Um, but stars. spoilers... I guess if you are like catching up, it's over. Yeah, he it's was very okay. good at Dancing with Stars. He was. Or, well, he is the star. I don't know. See, I'm Dawson in that case, I think Dawson's the star. Right? I think he's a bigger star. Yeah, right, at least well, in my heart. Let's put the star back on top of the tree oh, and get into this movie right now, you're guys. You're so good at this. Did I do that? <laughs> that was good. I feel like I'm under a lot of pressure. <laughs> oh, you are. To no, be witty funny. and smart, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm never either of those things. So. <laughs> I'm not sure what to say. I'm going to go forward. So <laughs> we started with kind of this introduction. It was Candace Cameron. She did a number of different cut-ins. I don't know, at least the version that I watched here. So like during the commercial breaks and stuff, we'd get Candace Cameron Bure standing in front of what looked like a combination gazebo slash covered bridge. Mm. Did you notice this, Jill? I fast-forwarded through that. Okay. Because I watched this yesterday at work, don't tell. <laughs> um, so I just hit the, you know, the fast-forward button. Yeah. So I didn't have to. I didn't make it kind of time. I wish I had known. I totally would have just watched it with you because yeah. I, I didn't get a chance well, to watch it over the weekend. Well, I recorded yeah. it. 
on my DVR, but I could access it then yeah. here on my iPad. It's and perfect. it was a little movie I watched yesterday yeah. during work. I watched it last night by myself on the porch quietly at like 10 p.m. <laughs> I fine. I tried to watch it last night after texting Adam and going, hey, what movie are we watching for tomorrow? And he goes, it's the Candace Cameron one. I was like, oh, sweet. And then I realized I just set up the DVR wrong. So so I will be watching this movie on Thursday. <laughs> we, we thought it would be kind of a fun experiment because Jill and I have seen it and Dan has not seen it. And I mean, I figure I'm not here for my, like, insightful thoughts on the plot because I don't ever take any notes. So <laughs> I, figure my, I figure my, like, you know, just random asides will be, you know, equally <laughs> awesome even though I haven't watched the movie. <laughs> But yeah. I'm sure you know it already. Oh, I'm I'm assuming I do. Yeah, you pretty much do. Yeah. This one was this was a pretty straightforward plotline. Although there were some interesting twists that I thought were really fun. So we'll get into it. Um overall thoughts, Jill, on the movie before we get started. Oh wow. Um I'm you know, I'm gonna say that I didn't hate its guts. Oh, okay. Nice. Congratulations. Good. We I, should we should probably ask. What how how what's your relationship like with Hallmark Christmas movies? Yes. Um, I don't think I've ever seen one. Oh really? What? No. Or on first oh, timer. Right. Or I might have seen one on accident and thought, "What the heck is this?" Yeah. Or um, yeah, this might be my first on, you know, on purpose. Yeah. Hallmark movie. You have oh. to watch them with the understanding of what you are getting into. So I mean, just watching them cold is a terrible experience. So you have to understand. Right. There will be a gazebo. There most likely will be a child who instantly is a who's the child of one of the two adults who instantly loves the person yes. of the opposite sex, even though they do not yet like their parent or yes. you know yet. As check, well. check. Oh, was it? yeah. Yes, okay, check, check. great. Both of those were in this. Movie. Um, so there has to be a big city person going to a small town. Check. Yes. That small town has to have a ridiculous like. Like tradition that goes back, you know, through the annals of time. T- try twelve. Try Ooh. twelve. Check. So, and then at the end, they miraculously somehow get together. Kiss. Credits over. Check. Yeah. Check. Don't forget original boyfriend who has no chance of surviving oh, yes. the relationship. Yeah, original me. boyfriend and/or girlfriend who is just you know out. Yeah. Thanks you just for know coming. immediately they're just a bad person. <laughs> Perfect. Even though they're not, which is weird. <laughs> Ooh, what about the witty parent? Was there a witty parent? Uh, there were witty older people. Okay, close enough. <laughs> yeah, the cafe ladies were fantastic. Okay, they were witty. There were there was a dead parent who wrote letters from beyond. Ooh, good. Yes, which was confusing. <laughs> which is at a first. classic of yes. the CCB trope now because Christmas Shoes was also a dead parent movie. Yes, you know. Yes. Yeah. There was one that she did where she had magical Christmas shoes. It's one of my favorites of all time. Is, is, Dan hated it. Oh, I don't think I've ever watched a more unlikable movie and or a more unlikable human being that was that was CCB in that movie. <gasps> like, I think you're wrong, Dan. I don't think I'm wrong at oh all. I think you're wrong. So <laughs> what you need to, Jill, go back and listen to our first episode where we mm-hmm. talked about our favorites from, you know, previous seasons. There's one, there's one with uh, Candace Cameron Bure. Playing identical twins called Switched at Christmas. Oh my! It's magical. You it's art. That one. It's yeah. actual it's art. Something. Mm-hmm. Do you guys something. get drunk before you watch no. these? Sometimes no. during. No. Okay. Dead sober. Yeah. I always have to You're... watch some cider if it's Thanksgiving time, or hot chocolate if it is like non-alcoholic. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm a more likable person when it's just okay. <laughs> just dead sober. I think if I watched <laughs> another one, I would need a bottle of wine. I think that can help. I think that sounds appropriate. Uh-huh. Leanne. This might be a fun outing. 
Leon, Joey, I'll come, come to your actually, house. I think it's an inning, actually. An inning. We'll stay in. We'll have a bottle of wine or two, and we'll watch one of these Hallmark movies. I think it sounds yeah. fantastic. I do, yeah. So we start this movie here, Christmas Town, with a flashback. Now, this is not something we usually see at the beginning. We flash back to young Lauren, which is Candace Cameron Bray's character, with her dad. She's getting a present from dad. It's an angel for the top of the tree. He that has belonged a, to her mother. Is that what it was? Yes. Okay. So her dead mother? We never even also found dead out. Mother. No, later dead. on they said she was dead too. <laughs> yeah, but before dad. So anyway, dad's <laughs> having dizzy spells. He drops the angel off the top of the tree. It breaks a wing off. He says, don't worry, we'll send it in for repairs. And apparently died like three days later. Wait, send it in for repairs where? Like the angel repair shop? Yes. Just wait. Yes. Oh, is this just a thing? You wait. You just okay. Wait. So, All right. I, ha- I had to actually rewind that because I didn't know what the heck was going on. <laughs> yeah, this was not the usual start for these movies. Right. Usually you'll start off with some kind of a flyover of a city yes. with yes. jazzy Christmas tunes playing in the background. Okay. Which is exactly what happened next. We had a flyover of Boston. Yes. Jazzy yes. Christmas tunes in the background. Yeah. Three years ago, a producer bought a drone with like a, some sort of camera on it, and yeah. they have got their money's worth yes. out of that drone. Absolutely. Like. <laughs> so we did a Boston flyover. Lauren is no longer going to be a substitute teacher. She's moving to Springfield. Illinois? General Springfield. We don't know. It's like The Simpsons. Okay. They don't tell you which Springfield. Um, but she's going to be a full-time teacher, and she tells her friends she wants a picket fence and a nice little house, but Eric is in London doing businessy stuff. London of England? I think so. Okay. Yeah. So, that's another trope of these movies is the businessy person choosing just, business over love. Right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. doesn't have time for that, relationships. I do that. I do that. Yeah, I choose business over love. <laughs> so, was did they present this as if this were a career move? Like she wasn't sure she wanted to stop substitute teaching. No, no, she was all in. Okay, for, okay, for good. I was like, wow, finally that, she can have her dream. That's a weird, it's a weird decision. Okay, this makes sense. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Good so for she, her. So she packs up. Letters from dad in this box that she had. Also, the broken wing from the angel. Oh, no. They never sent it to the magic repair shop. Well, she didn't have the body of the angel. She had the wing that had broken off. It's like a ceramic. I think that the dad died that evening. Actually, when the angel fell, I think he died. It was because <laughs> it never... It was weird. Because that was his soul falling. <laughs> right. So she just has the broken wing? She just has the broken wing and never got the angel back. From the top of the Christmas tree? Presumably her family Christmas tree? Yeah, well, her mother was She was, was taken out of the house by DHS gotcha. that night. Gotcha. he died. I think so, yeah. It <laughs> didn't go well shortly after Right that. to foster care. <laughs> yes. Okay, not laughing at that. That's sad. Okay. It, was, it was kind of a sad story. We didn't know this really at, at that point. What's going on with his wing? Did right. dad die? Right. Probably died. But they don't tell us any of that. So, oh, she also packs up Sassy the cat. I love that cat. Yeah. That's a good name for a cat. Yes. Sassy was the breakout star of this movie. She really was. That's yeah. awesome. She was not having any of what was going on. No. It was amazing. But she was allowing um, her to spoon her. Yeah. She was the little spoon in a little bed. Sassy was? Yes. Yeah. I, I, I'm not a cat person. I'm, I'm not, I mean. I am. I'm yeah. also a cat person. I'm well, a big I'm, cat person. I'm strongly, I'm very allergic to cats in mm. general, and most dogs. So, you know, I just have never had a cat as part of my existence. My understanding of cats is that they would kill you if they were a little bigger. Not all they of them. They will eat you when it's all over. 
But oh, they will okay. love and snuggle you up to that moment. Right. Yeah. All right. Like, once you're gone, you're food. But, right. like, up until that moment, they're wonderful pets. Right. Yeah. yeah. They'll, they'll allow some spooning. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, when they, and when, like, when you're sick, they know you're sick, and they're, like, the most snuggly, wonderful things in the oh, world. Come over and just, like, hang out and, like, sleep on you and keep you warm. They're also very self-sufficient, which I yes. like. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I also need a self-sufficient. You don't have to let them outside. Yeah, that's fantastic. And they don't have to take vacations with you. You can just leave them at your house and have someone check on them now and again. I have that's a cat weird. lady that comes over. Yeah. Nice. As opposed to like dogs where it's like they have to travel with you or they like you have to put it at like a dog doggy daycare. And or then they you crap all over your house. Have to like, you know, <laughs> you're the guy to go to the poor house because you just spent, you know, $30,000 on your week vacation to keep your dog boarded. Oh <laughs> <laughs> so we go so she gets in the cab with sassy they're off to the train station but on the way she has to drop off a letter we don't know who she's dropping off for but here comes eric out the door it turns out she was leaving him a letter to dump him oh which was kind of a baller move i liked that you know i'm gonna say that that's one right when i got to that point i'm like you know what you go girl yeah he's not giving you what you want exactly you're out of there you're following your dreams and you're gonna go find that white picket fence and that teaching job and he can do his thing and she wasn't sad no or angry she was just determined I liked it I did like that yeah maybe a phone call yeah you know what? She no. She was trying to get hold of him for three weeks. Oh yeah, that's on him then. Yeah. Okay. No, and he was she's ghosting right. her. Yeah. He was a dank. Yeah. Like okay. Him. Yeah. She didn't even need to give him a letter. Then. No. And just take take off. Classy so she, move. She tells him, "Well, I'm moving to Springfield for my new job." And he goes, "What? I didn't know about this." And she goes, "Oh yes, you did." And he says, "Well, isn't that a rash decision?" And she says, "Not if you were paying attention." Oh, Yo! sick burn, Deej. Boom. Letter drop. Right? She's out of it. So we get. She gets on the train. And there was, I mean, the background of this, another trope, or well, it's not a trope necessarily, but these are never filmed in the wintertime, right? So I don't know if you noticed, the snow was all kind of fake, and they were all wearing mm-hmm. open jackets. And she was wearing four-inch heels. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Yes, yeah. I thought that ah, was interesting. Yes. I mean, the woods, the scene in the woods, the background was clearly a green screen, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. There were like two fake trees in the front, and then a green screen. And four-inch heels. Amazing. Oh. Yeah, amazing. I know whenever I go out into the forest, I always wear my four-inch shoes. You have That's to. That's the only time I wear my four-inch You know what? It's shoes. called traction. <laughs> Great for climbing trees, too. You just dig the heels yes. in. Really you should good. be on up. Yes. <laughs> it's like a lumberjill kind of thing going on. Lumberjill. <laughs> that could be your nickname. It's perfect. So anyway, there she's on the train ride, and then you see out the windows. It looked like they were on the Hogwarts Express. You know, Harry Potter just clearly fake video screens with snowy landscapes in the background. And it was like pure whiteout snowstorm blizzard. And they get to the town and there's like one tiny, you know, cottony snowbank. That's how snow works though. Didn't you know that? So they had to stop in the small town of Grandin Falls, something like that. Grandin Falls. Yeah. I had to look that up too. Yeah. (laughs) I had to put put the closed captions on at that point because I couldn't figure out what her name, I thought her name was Laura. It was Lauren, and then I couldn't figure out what the name of the town was, so I had to put on the closed captions finally. But yeah, so this was one of my favorite parts of the movie. She gets off the train, and she says to this guy who's standing under a taxi sign, "She goes, oh here, can I? I need a ride to the inn. Here's my luggage." And he just looks at her and goes, "Uh, okay." And having seen enough of these, I'm like, oh, that's just going to be some dude that she ends up falling in love with at the end of the movie. And it was. That's how that works. Yeah, that was definitely the meet cute, right? <laughs> well, you have to look at him. I mean. He yeah. was like that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you this: was, was this guy your type? No. 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 He was weak. 
<laughs> I don't know. He was kind of just wasn't your. He was a little soft for me. Yeah, he didn't seem like the typical leading man in one of these movies. Exactly. Yeah, he was fine. He's actually very nice. He was a good. Seemed like a. He'd be a fun brother. Yes, great as a brother. Because <laughs> he'd like I don't know do things for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He seemed to do a lot of things for a lot of people. Yeah, I did. He was like a general handyman. I think yes. was his job. He never had anybody pay him for his work. No. Terrible idea. No, that's how that works, though. That's how you know he's a nice guy, is that he works all day, but doesn't accept any payment. Maybe we should all do that, work for free, to oh, show well, how nice I we mean, are. Uh, I mean, uh, no comment. Okay, too pass. close to home. Hard maybe. pass. <laughs> so he just, he's trying to set her up in the truck, and he's, well, you know, Herb's the cabbie, and he's having dinner, so you'll never see Herb. Him. Come on, Herb. But uh, One cab driver. Oh, so he was in, like, a pickup truck that yep. was under the, and she was like, oh, you must be the... The cab pickup truck driver? Yeah, he's standing on the platform. He was he was doing handyman work or something. Anyway. <laughs> so, Under a sign that said taxi. Gotcha. So she assumed he was taxi. Gotcha. So then he she starts he starts putting her luggage into the back of his truck and she's like, No, no, wait a minute, I'm good. I misunderstood this and starts taking stuff out. He keeps putting it back in. That was the correct response was no 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 yes. strange oh. dude. Don't put my stuff well, in the truck. Right. She was riding. like, I don't know you. Yeah. Well, I don't want to be murdered tonight, so actually, hard pass. Right. Yes, which is great because usually in these movies, it's like, oh, yes, absolutely, I'll get in your truck, strange yeah. person. No. Excuse me, stranger danger. Please <laughs> stop putting my stuff in your truck. I do not want to go with you. Right. And, start, and then at the point, you start blowing the whistle, and you just call 911, and right. you are being robbed and kidnapped. Right. That is what is actually happening here. Yeah. My mom always taught me when I was little, since I was little that if you get into the car, you're going to your death scene. <laughs> so you don't I do mean, that. She's right. Yeah. I've seen the movie Taken. This ends badly for right. you. <laughs> oh man, yeah, this just got dark, but it was true, right? Mm-hmm. So, and in the meantime, they kept flashing to Sassy the cat in this little pet carrier thing. Sassy was not having any of this. She did not care for the train ride. No, not interested. In and what she's kind of hungry so. and has to go to the bathroom. Well, I mean, she she was in that carrier for hours. three days. Yeah, <laughs> bananas. Well, I mean, it was like, an Amtrak ride, out. right? I mean, it was that's not that's not a quick ride. Let the cat out. <laughs> anyway, so so finally, though, the the train conductor shows up and he's like, "Oh, hey, uh, what was the guy's name? I don't know, Dylan? Travis. Travis. Hey, Travis, can I get a ride to town? She's like, "Oh, well, if the train conductor is going, then I guess yes. I'll get a ride too." So. He's not an accessory to murder or anything, <laughs> right? The train guy, right? I don't trust the train guy either. Yeah, me neither. So yeah. were these the only two people on the train that needed to get? Like, if the conductor is going somewhere, then presumably everybody else that was riding on the train? Yeah, yeah I didn't they, s- they all just walked off into the woods. Oh. I didn't see anybody else get off the train, to be honest. Okay. Just Sassy the Cat, <laughs> Candace Cameron Bure, and, and the And Children of the Corn. <laughs> <laughs> Grandin Falls, we're mm-hmm. here. <laughs> Stephen King can turn that around. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean they, they're walking through they get to like the main street it is a sunny day there's some fake snow laying around here and there they've got a few like random booths out for the Christmas festival well yeah who doesn't booth for Christmas right and that's why they call it Christmas Town we get the whole backstory from Travis he's very helpful with exposition and everything else yes. he also gets her set <laughs> up he gets her set up in a room cause the oh the neighboring town burned to the ground burned to the ground the entire town the entire town yeah they're all homeless oh 
So they're all living in that's, the that's town. A disaster. Inn. They're all it's, living in the town inn. There's five thousand rooms there. <laughs> Bad deal. Yeah. Bad deal. I can't remember what that town. It's was like called. a Las Vegas hotel. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> so no rooms in. He literally says, "Well, there are no rooms in the inn." He literally said that, which was amazing. Did she ask if there was a stable? Basically, yeah. <laughs> so he ends up getting her set up with. He takes her to the antique shop. And because he did electrical projects there, he knows that there's a bed in the vacant attic upstairs. Again, this is like call the cops. Right. Oh and, yeah. And there's nobody in that antique shop but the dude who owns runs Rod. Rod. And that's just his place and nobody's shopping. She thinks she'll stay there. She's good with it. She's good she with it. She heads right upstairs with Sassy the Cat. And again, Sassy the Cat's like, let me out of this bag. Right. <laughs> the cat was in the bag for hours. Right. I need to get out of here because some bad stuff's going to happen yes. tonight. She needs to be ready to claw people's faces right. out. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, rule one is you don't trust a rod. No. I mean, there was... Or an antique shop. Yeah. He had all or these, like... Or a bed in an antique shop. Oh, man. And it was literally a, an empty attic with a bed. Yeah. Yeah. That's where he kept his friends... Quotes. It looked at best murdery. It, yeah. did, it looked like murder. Yeah. yeah. It was scary. Murder so, in Christmas Town. Yes. Which, you know, maybe might have been they should do a little more interesting. I think they do that on the, the Mysteries channel. No, they don't. <laughs> Murders and Mysteries? It. Yeah. Is that what it is? Or murder like in Christmas Town. <laughs> yes. So, anyway, uh, we learn about the Christmas festival, all this stuff. We also learn that Travis is a foster parent for Dylan. Oh. Uh, who keeps giving out his coats to other people from this town that burned down. Because Dylan, Dylan was a lovely little boy. He was a lovely little boy. He was a fine boy. young man. He was a fighter. He was a, a what? A little fighter. A fighter. Yeah. yeah, he had great spirit. He did. It's our second foster parent movie in a row. I know. Right? It was, yeah. Or we've had multiple foster parent movies, I guess. We've had multiple. We were. One thing you don't see a lot in these movies is diversity or inclusion. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Not. Um, <laughs> right. So this season they have done a little bit better with some of these relationships that are kind of outside of the typical family process. Mm-hmm. Um, there's almost always a child involved with these, with one of the parties to the relationship. But that child is almost, uh, there's almost always like a divorce or somebody died and we just don't hear much more about that. Yeah. We've seen a couple of this year with foster care situations slash adopting children. Which has been awesome. Very we have nice. also seen, I will give them credit, we've seen a little more diversity. Almost zero diversity in this movie that I can remember. Um, yes, zero diversity. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, certainly the main characters. Yeah, there was zero diversity. They're all starting, the movies are all starting to run together a little bit for me. But, um, <laughs> I don't remember seeing a lot of diversity in this one, but that's okay. We did get into some different family relationships, which was good. Yeah. Sure, yeah, for and sure. Uh, let's see. So the next morning she gets, now presumably the train is going to be there that day. The track is fixed and she's heading out right away. Mm -hmm. Well, she goes to the Christmas cafe and, oh, I forgot one of the most important parts. When she's going to bed in the, the antique shop, right? Rod is there and he closes up this box of random stuff, including a murder weapon. No, the angel. The broken angel. Oh. The dead dad's broken angel. How did the dead dad get the broken angel? Wait, wait, you'll see. We'll get there. I I rewound it. I was like, wait, was that the angel? That was the angel. Yeah. And I was like, oh, (laughs) is there going to be a ghost dad in this one? We'll get there. Anyway. It's like a sequel to like the Christmas shoes where we had a ghost mom. 
Yes. <laughs> this is wonderful. It was very suspenseful. <laughs> it was something. Mm-hmm. I was so on the edge of my work seat yesterday. <laughs> I know. So we go to the Christmas cafe, and her, there's a picture of her dad on the wall holding the angel in the cafe. Moment of silence. Mind blown. Totally. It's not weird at all. No. It was... It was Magical. That, that's when you get on that train and you get out of town. Oh, yes. yes because yes. they're all dead. Something's going yeah, on. They're there. all ghosts and they want you to join them. Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> it's true. You, you have to run. Trust no it's one. It's like the town of Christmas <laughs> past. <laughs> so mean, she's she's telling the, the shot or the cafe owner, Betty, I think it was, or Becky or something. That sounds Betty. good. That sounds something good. Something on the B. She's telling her that this is my dad and he died when I was six just after Christmas. And, you know, I sent the angel, or he sent the angel somewhere to get fixed, and I haven't seen it since. Wait, he sent the angel to get fixed, but didn't send the wing? Apparently. Seems like a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. It's maybe why it never got fixed. Right? <laughs> so then she gets a text from Eric, um, and she's just not responding. A little late, bub. Yeah, yes. well, I mean, that's part for the best. Just block the number. Can I know? interject here? Yeah, so are we you. saying that she lived there she with lived. her dad? They maybe. lived there. But she has no idea that this is true. Well, they, she says. Because why would there be a picture of him in that cafe? I know. She lived in that town before. I was wondering this too. How I old was I she when her, so. the dad died? So she was 17. Six. No, I'm just <laughs> well, she was sick. So he was he was a traveling salesman, she said. Oh, but and so would you I put think, a traveling salesman's so, picture up on the wall well, in the well, cafe? If his second family lived there, that yes. Was, that was my I thought. I mean, that is the only, I mean, yes, his, I mean, that was where his second family lived. Or he made a really good deal there. He sold somebody something. They got yeah. buy one, get one free, maybe. I was kind of hoping it would be revealed that Betty was his mom. Oh, yes. Betty, the cafe owner. It, that didn't happen. Her mom, <laughs> right? Like, maybe dad and Betty had a thing going, and yes. then CCB, you know. Maybe that's a little bit too. It's a little too racy. I can only Betty's assume probably. that she found her, like, like you know, her unexpected brothers and sisters there. Right. Like, you know, for, like, her brothers and sisters of another mother. Yeah. Because, well, then like. I'm, then I was thinking, like, maybe Travis is her brother, right? Like, <gasps> oh, that which, got weird. Yeah, it did. <laughs> no, we didn't get any of but that. They, I was like, they oh, kind of acted like brother and sister. So. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, there was a lot of chemistry yeah. there for brother and sister. Well, a very, yeah. <laughs> Let's just say that when they did kiss, it was not exactly fireworks. Yeah, no, sparks weren't You've never seen Fuller House? Because that is actually the same exact kind of relationship <laughs> she has on Fuller House. Maybe like, it's just her. That's her default setting, I think. That's <laughs> 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 uh, funny. Uh, Sorry, CCB, we love you. You're we right do, there. we do. Uh, so anyway, Rod Rod thinks that, uh, oh, she's back at the antique store then after I'm like, I'm Wait, don't I forget, had to process, I had to watch that scene in the cafe. Don't forget twice. when she's in the cafe and she's like, oh, and then all of a sudden she's wearing like an apron and waiting tables for free. <gasps> what? Yeah. Why did you start waiting tables? Because, you know, whenever I go to a restaurant and somebody says, hello, I go, you're really nice. Can I wait tables here yeah. for a while? Because you need my help. So I think that was that was the second time she went there. She doesn't know these people. She's, right. And now she's working, um, not paying taxes. It's under the table. Where's the t- Where are the tips going? Does she know how to run the machine? Are they using little pads because right? it's the olden day town? I mean, if they're was, tipping her, she's getting the tips. I'm cool with it, right? She was like, handing out free cookies to everybody. Right. She was giving away the store. 
It was bananas. It I was, was like, was. who is this random stranger handing out cookies to everybody? And she's going to the table. like, hello. I'm like, what? You'd be fired. Who's <laughs> but, that? She's like sitting down and chatting. Yeah. Whose section are you in? I don't know. <laughs> that cafe was hopping. Right. They were busy for the Christmas. I was a waitress for a long time. And if some rando came off the street and started taking my tables. Oh, yeah. I tell you, we'd be going out back. It was yes. bananas. It would come to blows. It would have. Bananas. Especially if I were a dead waitress in a ghost town. Yes. Yeah. Well, so she gets back to the antique shop. She's talking to Rod. She's asking if he's seen the angel. He goes, you know, I think I saw something like that. It's around here somewhere. And the camera panned back to show the whole store. And it was like, boing, Like just <laughs> funny comic music. Like, good luck finding it. It was right. great. I and it was, it. things were like six deep into yeah. shelves. He's yeah. like, what is ha-? And there was nobody in there, though. Just it's her. So it's, an antique sh- it's an antique store in a town of 300. It's like, who's buying these? Right. The people from the fire in Rockford staying at the Vegas <laughs> Hotel down the street. Exactly. So anyway, she goes upstairs and reads a letter from her dad that says, Happy Sweet 16. Then I was like, what? I'm like, wait, is he a ghost sending her ghost letters? I was freaked out. And I, I, I First I thought she was 16, and I was like, this is weird. <laughs> Would he know he was going to fall off of a... A ladder and die? So he had a dizzy psychic. He must have had, like, cancer or something. He had brain cancer or something. Something. He knew he was going to die. He must have known. And I think he wrote all these letters beforehand. But at this point in the movie, I'm like, wait, what? So I literally rewound it to the beginning. (laughs) And she said, or to the point when she said, he died when I was six. Yes. Then I fast forwarded it, and it was definitely happy sweet 16. And then I thought she was 16. Yeah, and I was like, is this a ghost dad? This yes. would be amazing. Was there a P.O. box set up in her name? How did he know how to, I mean, just left all the letters for her, I guess? It must have been. Even though she was in and out of foster care. Maybe that the letters went with her, and she's just, like, was super patient. He said. Like every six-year-old I've ever met. Well, so I was super keyed in on the letters from then on, right? And she said at one point, my dad found a way to have them delivered to me. Via magic. Apparently. From the ghost town. Right. I think it'd be funny if it was With like, his other wife that was sending them. <laughs> just keeping tabs <laughs> on her. Or like his parents. Or his parents sent them, even though they're not in her life at all. They're just sending her letters. Yes. They didn't want to adopt Something. her or anything. Maybe Why couldn't she go it? live yeah, with her other family? Like, like grandparents? I mean, yeah. Aunts, uncles, cousins. She should live with their brothers and sisters. I mean, why wouldn't the other mom? In Grandin Falls. Yeah, the other yeah. mom was willing to send the letters, so why not just take her in? <laughs> just saying. Oh, she it. should go on Ancestry.com. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> so we we see Rod. Oh, Travis. I love this. Travis comes into the cafe and he goes, hey, you know, Betty, your dishwasher's shot, huh? Well, I'll take a look, but it's really not the dishwasher. It's the really old wiring in this death trap of right, a then cafe. It was like, then it was like, bum, bum, bum. <laughs> yeah, she's kind of laughs him off like, oh, you. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's not like there's no. been a fire recently at the town next door that burned right. down every house. <laughs> right. And there's no more room at the inn, so. That was my exact <laughs> then, I mean, my Then I'm like, well, wait a minute. What's the wiring like at the inn with all these other people? They've been through enough. Go fix that wiring. Right. That's it only true. happens to sinners. <laughs> Fire. There were some. There were some prayers and faith discussions and things in this one. I was like, "Oh, this would have driven Dan nuts." <laughs> yes, there was, and I was like, "Well, Christmas shoes just did not understand how the word faith works." That is true. This one is a little more on. Point like you keep on saying, you have to have faith. I'm like, no, no, the thing that you're asking to have faith in—that's just not how those those things don't work together. That's the not shoes. how it works. I have faith in shoes. It does not make any sense. It was maddening. <laughs> it's maddening. So Rod the. Uh, Rod, the antiques guy, we learned that he sells mystery boxes of Christmas decorations. Oh, okay. And that could actually be super fun. I'm yeah, into that. that they used to neat. do that at um, the bookstore here. 
and Grace and I would go get them, and really? we'd open them up, and Grace would get like the most amazing things, and I would get a um, stapler remover. Um, I would yes. buy a mystery box of Christmas junk. That right. sounds awesome. Well, they I mean, used to do it when they had more junk over there. Oh, you missed out. Much less junk now. I was here. I think I was here for the the last year or so of that. It was pretty amazing. I love five dollar mystery boxes of stuff. Yeah. So anyway, Gloria the friend comes into the cafe. We learn that she's a teacher at the local school and also a silent partner in the cafe. Yes. Because local school teachers just roll in dough like that. To be able to be silent partners in businesses. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. My wife's a teacher. Let me tell you, we are also silent partners in a lot of... No, no, we're not. (laughs) No. Nope. Nope. That is not what we are. (laughs) So she comes in with a mystery box for the cafe. Guess what's in the mystery box? Oh, no. Not the angel. A half an angel. Half an angel. A wingless angel. A one-winged angel that can only fly in a circle. Yes. I am certain there was a bad song that like, was called like One Winged Angel. Oh no, it was it was Final Fantasy Seven, right? I think that's a, I think that's a song of Final Fantasy Seven. This is where Dan gets into stuff that you and I kind of look at each other and just nod our yes. heads. Yes, okay. that up. Okay, Dan. I'm looking that up, I'm pretty sure. So anyway, so um <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) So they go through and they're like, well, look at this angel. This thing's broken and it goes into the trash. Okay. Um, Side note. No. She's standing there in the cafe with this angel as the picture of her dad holding that angel is right behind her. She had just, yeah. And so Betty. I mean, it's it's big. Betty had just had this conversation with her. And looked and at the picture. And they looked at the picture of her dad also slash potential former lover. (laughs) We don't know. I'm just but assuming. like, didn't put those two together no. at all. I mean, I think you probably could have seen the her holding the angel and then seen the angel behind her in the picture in the same shot. Yeah, and she told the whole story. Like, well, the angel fell and broke, and then right. we haven't seen it since. Right. And I'm looking for it, and Found she's it. like, maybe it's in the shop across the street, or maybe it's in my hands right and now. And then here comes a box from the shop across the street with a broken angel. Didn't put those two no. together. So she did say she was bad at math later, though. So it's not maybe. really math. It's kind of just life skills. <laughs> bakes a bakes a mean I mean, cookie though. Yes. So. So it's like 20-something odd years later. Why now did he decide to sell off the one-winged angel in a mystery box? Because it's a Hallmark movie. Just oh, good happened. point. Fair point. Is that Hallmark, right? Fair point. Yes. Okay. Man. Dumb question. That is, that, that is my bad. That, that is on me. I mean, I'm not the Hallmark either. <laughs> Nailed it. So uh, this was there was I, I don't know if this was product placement or not but there was a Salvation Army bell ringer. I'm sure it was a product. She was placement. in it a few times and she was really acting. Yes. The bell ringer yes. loved her in this movie. She was great. <laughs> um, but Lauren talks to Dylan, lets Dylan know she was also a foster child, and they decide to do a charity drive for the town. For the town that burned down. Yes. Yes. Because they those need people. coats. Okay. Now this is where I was thinking. So I saw a couple of those people. You know, around from that town. Yeah. Um, real upper middle class looking people who have it together. Did they not have insurance of any sort or? Well, they I would mean, have all had insurance because that's the only way to own a house. Small right. towns hate insurance. Though. Do they? Okay. It's because they don't have coats. You know, I had a fire in my apartment building once and it didn't even impact me. And I got new shoes from my insurance because I walked through wet floors. Yeah. But you also like, there are I many things that you can question like that in these movies. And I oftentimes do. And you will just drive yourself insane being like, wait, no, this entire premise of this entire movie is actually bad because they're unaware of Google. Yeah. Like, okay. so you just kind of yeah. have to be like, okay, yes, this person did not use comic, common sense while writing this movie. Okay. They had 40 other movies to write this last month. So, Okay, they kind of dropped the fact that these people probably 
bunch of coats for a place that doesn't look like it's even winter. Yeah. What am I going to do with three coats? Why do I, don't I need three closet? coats? I mean, I'm, I'm living at the inn. Isn't that the purpose of like things like the Salvation Army to supply coats? Yeah, just give more money to the Salvation Army would probably be the more helpful choice. And at one scene, townspeople are walking by the big bin of stuff, kind of leering at it like they're going to start stealing from it. They're looking and they're like, <laughs> like is this like for everyone? Well, if it's one thing I know, Free it's that coats. people with stuff will take advantage of stuff. Right. So that way, that means we cannot give anything to anybody because somebody might take advantage of it. Is there anything better, though, than a free coat? Yes. I mean, it's the I best. think there probably is. Yes. yes. I think there are many yeah. things better than a free coat. Uh, well, when you need a coat, it's pretty good. Yes. Then, then it's awesome. But it was good. They were at least making an effort. And we saw Lauren and Dylan starting to bond. Yes. Which is fun. Um, Travis invites Lauren to go with him to cut down a tree. Hence the four-inch heels. So this is like their second interaction, right? <laughs> and they went to like an actual real forest and not yeah. like a tree cuttery. Come with me in my <laughs> truck into the woods <laughs> with and, an axe. Wait, at night. At night. Yeah. Let's go when it's dark out. We're going to drop the kid off at hockey practice. If I'm a kid... I don't want to go to hockey practice. I want to go into the woods and cut down a tree. That sounds amazing. And witness a murder. I would have been super mad if I was that kid. Oh, yeah. She got lost, quote unquote, in the woods and yeah. then Too bad. chopped up and buried. Like, that is what happened. <laughs> like, are we, are we terrible? Like, we, do we? No, no. If you go off into the woods with a stranger who carries an axe, this is what you get. You deserve it. This yeah. is, I mean, this is on you at this point. Like, it's on them for murdering you, yeah. but it's also kind of on you. It's like 50-50. I don't want to blame the victim, but... <laughs> I am. This case, we're going to blame the victim. Yeah. I mean, they had to, they only had to walk, like, 10 feet into the green screen. Well, because she was, <laughs> because she was wearing four-inch heels. With, with her heels, and they chopped down the tree, and it all worked out well, which was good. Christmas shoes. So yeah. we, go to, we go to Travis's house, and Travis had... A straight-up McMansion. Yeah, he was pimping. It was oh, nice. Oh, nice. He was doing well for the handy. And she even said, is this your house? Like, like she expected man, him to I live see. in a... Very nice. And he died She expected yeah. him to live somewhere. Cake I don't eater. <laughs> it was I live great. in a diner. <laughs> <laughs> but she liked... Uh, she did like his white picket fence. Oh. Yeah. So she's starting to look at Travis in a little bit of a new light here. Because right. of his fence? Yeah. And you I, can get those built anywhere, right? Right. <laughs> you could just like put it like a whole sheet of it like just like <laughs> But he already had it. So she That's was true. in. But anyway, so they all decorate the tree together. Um, we learned that Dylan had almost been adopted a couple times, but he didn't want to leave the town to go with this family that wanted to adopt him. Because Why of... didn't Travis just adopt him? He's not really into that. Well, he'd been there for eight months fostering him. We hadn't gotten there yet. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair yeah. enough. I and, mean, we're, but, and we're letting I mean, 11-year-olds make the decision that they'll stay in Grandin Falls instead of having well, a family. It's a, weird, yeah. it's a weird, weird decision. It was, It was. I kind of raised an eyebrow. But again, this is where you kind of have to let some of these things yes. go, right? Yes, Um Dylan, oh, so the next day so they decorate the tree. It was kind of a lovely little scene. Um, the next day, they go back to the cafe because apparently Dylan doesn't go to school. It's like 10 days before Christmas. He should have been in school. Probably. Apparently, he doesn't go to school. So he goes with Travis to help out at the cafe and they're rewiring some stuff. <laughs> He's an apprentice school, actually, for that wiring. Be, okay, that could Electricians. Be. Yeah. He's actually child labor. So not only is uh, Travis getting money for being a foster parent, but he's also getting free labor out of it. Seems like a good deal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm liking Travis more each minute. <laughs> so Dylan ends up finding the angel in the trash can. Phew. So he brings that home. Uh, 
Travis says he's going to fix it up because Travis can fix anything, which is great. I don't understand how. So my grandmother, like her, she made ceramics. Like that was her, she owned a ceramic shop and she made ceramics. You don't just like magically re-ceramic a ceramic. Here's the thing. It had a a light thing in the middle. Yeah. That he pulled out like a battery pack that looks like to fix it, you would just put new batteries in. Yeah. But nobody tried that. All I could think of was the Grinch because you see there's a light on one side that won't light. So I'm taking it back to my my workshop, my dear. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. I'll fix it up there. Then I'll bring it back here. Sure. Yes. You can tell I read that book a lot during this season. I like it. I love it. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so Lauren reads another letter from Ghost Dad. This is what I wrote. Lauren reads another letter from Ghost Dad. She's now 21. I don't know what's 21. going on. 21. Yeah. So she calls Eric. Eric wants a career before kids. Eric says, you know what? Write me a letter. So she's going to write him a letter, which she does. She wrote Eric, the old boyfriend, Did a she write letter. That? So this is like a flashback thing? So we're flashing back to Well, like... she reads the 21-year-old note from Dad. When she was 21? Yeah. Okay. Gets inspired. Okay. And then calls Eric. and Her they boyfriend. Yeah, they talk for like maybe 30 seconds. Okay. My kind of phone call. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm with him there, by the way. He's going to want kids. Business, business, business. And yeah. she's like, well, I want kids. Mm. Not as much business. And he says, you know what? Write me a letter. Okay, cool. And they hang up. So she writes him a letter. Yeah. She should have maybe broke up with him at that point. I, I think she's trying. She was she's, trying to break up. She's been up breaking up with him. So she's only for... 21 years old right now in this no. movie? No. no. This oh. was a letter that her dad wrote her that she apparently opened on her 21st birthday. But she carries all these letters with her and keeps rereading them. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. Just looking at the timeline straight in my head here. Yeah, well, that at this was kind point, of I'm still trying to figure out, is this ghost dad? Because they hadn't talked about the letters at all. She just kept reading them. It's other mom. I was like, what is, what is going on with this? Anyway, Travis rewired the cafe. Lauren was there. <laughs> the entire cafe. Yes. He says. <laughs> the afternoon. Lauren was just there working now at this point. She's got a full apron. <laughs> gave up on getting on the train. Right. She's going to stick she's around like for a couple She's like punched in. She's still got her W-4. Just, exactly. But she's working Not now. going to go not and be get a teacher. her classroom no. ready. No. Well, no, she was, but Springfield could wait. And I'm thinking like, don't you want to fix your, you know, check out your classroom? Yeah. You want to go find your new where dwelling? Yeah. How about where are you living? Yes. yes. There exactly. are a lot of things you have to get done. This is not, it's not much of a dream for you if, like, you just were like, hey, you know what? I'm going to hang out. Well, they call this place Christmas Town for a reason, Dan. Also, they hadn't even gotten to the 12 events of Christmas leading up to Christmas. No. Oh, wow. And it's just That magical. was off the chain, too. Oh, we should do that here in the amazing. suite. Amazing. 12 events of Christmas. Yes, yeah. we should. We have to start now, though, I think. 12 finals of Christmas? I'll be busy. I'll be busy throughout, but... I know. <laughs> I know. So, anyway, the first event is that night... But Lauren says, hey, can can we get a discount on the wiring? Like, she's negotiating the deal on the cost of wiring. Well, she does work there. Yeah, exactly. And Travis Who says, you know what? this place? Betty. Betty's Pies. Betty's right. one of the saucy cafe ladies. They were great. I loved Glo- Betty and Gloria were the cafe ladies. And they had a lot of knowing looks. And, oh, yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. Just a lot of sauciness. They were like Sassy the Cat as human beings. They were. Yeah. Oh, maybe great. one of them was actually Sassy the Cat. Ooh. Could be. Ooh, yeah. We can add in some kind of... Morphing into animals into this movie make it even crazier. Sounds a little bit more diverse. Ghost than dads, <laughs> animal people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doctor Moreau there a little bit. A little shapeshifter action. <laughs> so she, he says, well, I'll give her a discount if you come and help me decorate my house. Creepy. Again, yeah. he's going to murder you. <laughs> she may have offered that. Either way, like, really? Okay. Oh no, Lauren offered to help decorate the house. I oh, okay. Covered. And Travis says, yeah, I'd be like. Travis, no, you take the money, dude. You need some money for your Decorate project. Decorate your own house. He spent like a week working on this cafe. 
They didn't even pay him well, for it. Well, he's getting that sweet, Banana. sweet foster parent money, so. Yeah, yeah I guess. <laughs> so we, we cut to the house. That house looked good decorated for Christmas. It, it was good. It yes. was solid. Yeah. I mean, all the. It they was had, a like, lot. The old, like, classic light bulbs, yes. right? But fine, perfectly spaced, Ooh. all facing the same direction, right yes. along the edge of the roof. It was great. Looked really nice. Um, and then one of my favorite things in these movies, the kid made a snowman. And it was clearly styrofoam. <laughs> I just, I love when they do that. It was so great. And they took a picture and they were clearly not, they're trying not to touch it. So like, <laughs> Someone just fall over. Yeah, it was so great. It's a styrofoam snowman. Um, I wrote at this point, I said, this is charming, but where is this going? <laughs> well, it's going with her giving up on her dream. Yeah. And staying in Christmas Town because she found a man. Yeah. Well, then later I drew an arrow down and it said, "Who cares?" Question mark. <laughs> and then later I drew another arrow down to, "Oh wait, Eric's going to show up at some point, and that'll be the like drama that happens in this movie." It happened. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. I assume he did. I mean, he was, knew where he was via where she was via magic. Something like that. Yeah. So he's tracking her on her phone. <laughs> <laughs> so we go then. Next is the big ice skating night, which was the next night. The rink thing that they went to was bananas. It was the smallest skating rink I've ever seen. With the most people you've ever seen. The most people you've ever seen. And it was, they had all these like Disney rock formation kind of things everywhere with like fake trees. For people to fall into? It looked like it. It looked like it was treacherous. It was an obstacle course for skating. Oh. Hilarious. And they were, it was like short track speed. (laughs) And like, people were like all leaning down and stuff. Yeah, they were going really fast. And the camera was all over the place. And I was getting dizzy watching it. I was like, this is too much. That's really funny. It was pretty great. Yes. Um, And I think it was probably actually plastic. I don't think it was real ice that they were skating in because it was an unnatural shade of blue. (laughs) It was was very strange. Was it that basement ice they sell at the state fair? Yeah. So it was one of my favorite skating date scenes. In any of these movies. It was pretty good. Any movie with a skating date elevates for me because they they get so much fun. Some of them you get somebody that clearly can't skate. And so they'll only show them like from the back. And then they'll have them kind of acting like they're skating. Yeah, like you're clearly not skating. It's genius. Those are my favorites. Um, So we get a little more backstory about Travis. His fiance left town to go to Miami. Oh. And of course he cannot go there because... Wouldn't go with because he loves the town. Because he has an ankle bracelet and he can't leave the town. <laughs> <laughs> From all of the previous murders. Right, I mean... Yeah. Oh, man. No, it, it Well, he's a ghost and if he, if he leaves the town limits, then he doesn't... He's no longer in his corporal he, form. They're right. all ghosts. So yeah. that, that's why he couldn't leave. I'm he's, going with ankle bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. So, uh... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that that's another trope in these movies where it's either like I'm too focused on business to have a relationship or I can't leave this small town even though my relationship is in another town. You know, like the big city. I right. stay here in the small town. And then my favorite part is when he said he had an electro or an engineering degree from Syracuse. Yeah. Because, of course, how could she just be with a handyman? Yeah. Wait, when, can, when can you get an engineering degree from Syracuse? He did. He did. It's a, a Hallmark movie. Is that a liberal arts school? I have no idea. Uh, I'll Google it. Not big on engineering. No, neither. Degrees. But it had to show that he was a you know well-rounded, educated yeah. guy, not just a guy in a pickup doing well, free electrician work. But I mean, and because you have an engineering degree, doesn't mean that you know how to be an electrician. He does. 
It's not how that works. Dan. I don't think he's an electrician. I think he's a fix-it-all handyman. Gotcha. We watched the movie, Dan. Yeah, we did. True. What what am I thinking? We did. He can fix everything. He can. Thank goodness. That was said many times. Many times. Travis can fix it. For free. Yes. So, uh... Let's see, where are we going? Oh, Dylan lets everybody know he doesn't want to leave Travis. He likes staying with him, which is great. Because he doesn't have to go to school and eat cookies all day. <laughs> exactly. I, I agree with that. I like to live with Travis. I mean... I would like to stay at home and eat cookies all day as well. Yeah, I would want him to get rid of that scruffy beard thing he had going on. It wasn't hey, my favorite. What's wrong with the scruffy beard? Yours is, yours is better than his. Well, not my beard is better than everybody's beard. Well, let's not go there, but... I think you guys need a podcast about just that. Beard podcast? About my awesome beard? I can't. I'm not capable of growing a beard. It just mainly grows in, like, the fold of my neck. Just a neck beard? It's not, it's not a good luck for anybody. Because <laughs> no. I've tried. I've been in the playoffs multiple times in youth sporting events and old man sporting events. Cannot grow a beard to That's save my sad. life. It's kind of a bummer. I know. I know. Anyway. Yeah, sad story about me. <laughs> so we, we get back to the antique shop, and she walks up into her creepy attic, and we see a giant box from Balsam Hill, which I love. I love when they do product placement in these. I haven't seen a Folgers can yet this, this Balsam Hill bought up a lot of ad space, oh, yeah. I think. Yeah. They seem to be the advertiser this year. Yeah. Usually there's a can of Folgers crystals that somebody okay. pulls out to make some coffee in the morning. I haven't seen Folgers. Because the best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I haven't seen any of that this year. So maybe they're out. They didn't get the contract. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So we see Balsam Hill product. So the cafe ladies set her up a tree, which was lovely. And then they had kind of an impromptu Christmas party. And I was like, this looks great. I want to do this. That looks so terrible to me. They're all up there in that attic, but as in all, like six people. Yeah. And dancing, and the tree was like eight feet tall. Just, I just, I don't, that that was a hard one for me to swallow. It was the most awkward thing of all time, which is why I liked it. I was like, this looks spectacular. Well, it's not like she is marooned there. She could just choose to go to her new home yes. where her job is. Anytime. Yes. So there's no reason for like this. Oh, no, there's we, a reason. We want to make this feel happy for you. I know that you're put out over Christmas, so we're going to go out of our way to make this feel no, a good see, holiday for you. This, if you would have seen the movie. No, this is a decision she is making to become no. a waitress instead of going to teach. No. Dan, this was a charming town. Okay? It's and those Christmas two women town. that co-own the cafe, they've been giving knowing looks the whole time time about her and Travis. She's oh, yeah. So they want she her they want Trav. her to stay because for some reason Travis can't meet women in this town. Well, it there's only 300 of them. Right. Yeah. And there's all the ones from Rock Rockland. Well, and again, I mean Travis could just go to one Miami. of the 25 Springfields that she's going to be moving to and then just He's not leaving. I mean, I'm just saying, why does he get to choose to stay? Ankle, yeah. ankle brace. <laughs> so the next day, the next day we're at the cafe. Corporeal form. Sorry, my bad. I forgot. <laughs> so Lauren asks Gloria if there's any teaching jobs open because she's just all in for this town. And uh, she's like, well, let me see what I can do. And we. So then for some reason, Wait, Lauren. I'm sorry, back up. I'm sorry. I have to say this. So this is Christmas time. Christmas time. And she's looking for a teaching job. A full-time teaching job that to is, start that, that, after Christmas. It's going to open just after. So someone in this small town just said up and left halfway through the school year. Well. Just making sure. Just wait, Dan. Just wait. Who dies? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> They're already dead. We already yeah. Oh. <laughs> they all died in the fire at the next time over. <laughs> Took this one over as ghost people. Yep. <laughs> Were there any teachers there that need jobs? 
So, <laughs> you just wait. You're, that part's going to drive you bananas. So Lauren ends up babysitting Dylan for some reason. What was Travis up to? I didn't get that. I think he was fixing stuff for free. Fixing stuff? Okay. <laughs> Good. Why wasn't Dylan tagging He's so along? busy. He's got to learn his trade. Yeah. So he He's puts already him to got bed. max hours that week. <laughs> she puts him to bed and Travis is like, oh, you know, how's Dylan? Great. Yeah. Okay. Well, see you later. And she just walks out. It kind of looks back like, are you going to walk me to my car or say goodnight or whatever? He's like, nope, see ya. <laughs> and I wrote down, Dylan is, or Travis is not smooth. Well, there's a kid in the house. I understand, like, you know, just watching her get to her car. No, he didn't. He didn't. She He's just like, sort of walked out on her own, kind of looked back. And does she have a car? Or is she walking back to the end? She walked. She walked back. Okay, that yeah. would make more sense. Because, like, she just found a car rental spot here and, like, rented a car for, like, yeah. the... Be a little bit. She walked through the snowy forest of doom. Back the <laughs> in four inch heels. heels. She's like, look, I survived the antique shop. What a light sweater. Right. A nice spring coat. <laughs> so uh, she reads the, she read the 21st birthday letter again or something at this point. I mean, this was a little, they were tugging at the heartstrings a little bit. I mean, for me, like as a kid, I'm like, geez, this is a lot. Like to write letters from beyond the grave to your kids that's a lot to, that's a lot to put on them to put on the kids right yes yeah i mean you're gone good memories why are we keep talking about your death and like it's me again your dead dad hey hey and, don't forget about me yeah <laughs> it was kind of a lot yeah i thought so too so one thing that i thought about doing after i almost died was like write stories about what it was like for me and dean like my son when like he was little, so that like if I if we go, then there's at least that as a memory, right? Like yeah. oh, this is the things that because we I won't be around to tell him about it or whatever. So there's this memory here, yeah. but like saying by now I expect you're married. It's like oh really? Don't put that on me, Dad. How do you know? Like there, there was some of that stuff. <laughs> it was like you you can make your decisions and change, and they all related to like where she was. Like change is good. You are strong. She could be a crack addict. He doesn't know. <laughs> well, then in that case, change would be very good. Yeah. But she could also just like be like a teacher somewhere already, and then maybe change at that point is bad. Yeah. I mean, how does he know? He Everything doesn't. that was in those letters, though, was conveniently perfect, appropriate, and applied to what she was doing. That's stunningly surprising. Right. Well, he's yeah. alive. Do you know yeah. why? It, you and know he why? lives next door. <laughs> Do you know why it all worked? It's a Hallmark movie. Yes, oh, I, th- I, th- I thought it was because it was other mom was writing the letters in his like handwriting and just mailing them to her, which so would have been awesome. Because she knew and she was just kind of stalking her. I think I'm really getting the hang of this. <laughs> <laughs> so we see we see CCB. Then she gives a call into the caseworker to talk about Dylan, and I'm thinking, oh, she's going to try to adopt Dylan after knowing him for a little more than a week. If they did work on a charity drive together. So that was sure, good. sure. Shared yeah. experience of being a foster kid. So, okay. Uh, anyway, we, so then we, we get back to the cafe and uh, Gloria tells Lauren, guess what? You've got a job interview at the school in an hour. Oh, that's and how that works. She's right in the middle of her waitressing shift. <laughs> she's just uh-huh. like... So she has to ask Betty for the time off. And Betty's like, no, I can't spare it. Sorry, sorry, you got to give a week's notice to take any time off. Do you have any PTO? <laughs> we'll call someone so they can cover your shift. Right. I can't do it. I'm busy. Here's yeah. the phone list. And this was then one of the knowingest of knowing glances from Betty to Gloria. Like, oh, girl, what are you up to? Right. Yeah, it was pretty funny. She's like, you'll see. You'll Big see. Big wink. Yeah. So we, we skip through the interview. CCB, of course, gets the job. Of course. 
the principal, who actually think this was like the only person of color, was the principal of the school. Was she? I think so. I don't remember. And maybe the caseworker, too? I the didn't take worker. notes on any of it. Yes, the caseworker. There just was so little diversity in this one. I think yes. we had taken some big steps this season because some of the other movies we were have. really diverse and meaningfully yeah. diverse. Not so here. Grand yeah. and, I mean, it's grand and false. What are you going to do, right? Anyway. It uh, is 2019. Though. I don't, I'm just I'm, I'm joking. It's, yes. it's <laughs> I know. It's like, that's a hard one to. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we find out, though, that Gloria retired and decided she wanted Lauren to take over the classroom. How convenient. I wrote down, I don't think it works that way. I don't either. I think I there's mean, a list of people who want to work there. Right? There are unions and tenure and all this stuff yes. that I think happens, even in small towns. Yes. I mean. She hired her on the spot without. No background check. No. She said. Well, she said, we will we'll do a background check. And she goes, I'll pass. I'll <laughs> pass. Take my word for it. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Take my word for it. Take my word for it. <laughs> Just ask Sassy the cat. It'll be fine. She'll vouch Just for Just ask me. the train conductor. The train conductor will vouch he for He vouches me. for anyone. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Talk to old Herb the cabbie. Never saw him. <laughs> never saw Herb the cabbie. I was kind of disappointed about that. Um, so, yeah. So, Lauren is now, she's official. She takes the job. She is a Grandin Falsian. Yeah. From this point on. Okay. Um, she also is super nervous about going to the dance. I think she's talking to Sassy. She's talking to Sassy the Cat or herself at that point. I think it was Sassy, Sassy. the Cat. Okay. I think when she's talking to Sassy Cat, she is also talking to herself. Yeah. And I or mean, her dead father. True. Yeah. True. True. Fair point. So we're, she's excited about going to the dance, the Christmas dance. And Dylan goes to the dance as well with Travis. Um, there were no other kids at the dance. There are no other kids was, in that town, were there? Like, oh, no, I saw there a couple. Was Liam, Liam, the kid from the other town that burned down, but now he goes to school with Dylan. Yes. He's the only other kid I remember but seeing. But Dylan doesn't go to school, so. I mean, Dylan should have been in school. A little later. What exactly is a Christmas dance for adults? Mm-hmm. It's just like it sounds. They had a couple of Christmas trees up and then yep. Christmas adults music playing. Adults danced? And adults dancing. Let me tell you what I would have liked to have done other than that. Anything. There, this was a poorly attended event. Well, there were and only probably like six couples. Sounds in about the right. Entire right, place. it was poorly attended. I think it was dry too, no liquor or anything. So, <laughs> so adults love to dance sober. Yes. I know that. I've oh, been I to do. many a wedding, and let me tell you, that is true. Yes. Now, when we get into check in to Christmas, Dan, there is a dance in that movie as well. The extras in the dance scene in Check In to Christmas were selling it all right it was, i am stoked they were into it it was amazing the extras in this one not so much. Yeah. <laughs> and i don't think anybody actually danced there was going to be a dance but this is i think where the drama ensued well yes there was a fight so Ooh. first dylan Go. as soon as she walks in dylan swoops her the kid he's like can we dance it was yeah. amazing i was like well played dylan and this is where you see her really like, okay, I need to adopt this kid because he's, and he was a lovely child. He was a lovely child. The fine young man. But then we get, tra- so Travis then cuts in and Travis says, he's dancing with her. My mom taught me this dance and it was literally like a slow shuffle from foot to foot. Yes. My mom also taught me that dance. <laughs> I think my mom taught me that dance too. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty great. See, you also went to the same school of. But I think I stood on her feet when we did. White hard knocks. Yeah, so I'm just trying to figure out what else we want to jump to. I mean, at this point then, Dylan, or Lauren says to Travis, I've made a big decision. No, he says, I got a call from the caseworker. She said, she said that thing first, and then he says, I got a call from the caseworker. Yes. Somebody's looking at adopting Dylan. It's you. And then he storms out. 
Well, well, well that seems an inappropriate response. See, I don't think so. I don't blame him. I mean, he's fostering Dylan. Yeah. She just came into their home, and now she's trying to take his foster yeah. child. And he knows that. Yeah. She knows he loves him. And, I mean, at least you want to bring it up, maybe. Yeah. But that's the point. You have just, you've had nine, eight, nine months to talk to the caseworker, <clears throat> and you have not done so. Yeah. Maybe the adult thing to do would be, Hey, I heard from the caseworker that you're interested in adopting Dylan. You know what? Dylan and I have been having those same conversations, and I think that, you know, I think I'm going to talk to her. I I know him better. Um, You know, it's been almost a year here. I really love him. I I want him, you know, I want to adopt him. Yeah. Instead of storming out like you're a 10 year old. I don't know. I think she. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Maybe that it could have been handled better on both sides. Yeah. It It, was kind of a sleepless in Seattle rom com (laughs) kind of like. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's just say three additional words. Either one of you, and he's going to be fine. (laughs) One of you talk like an adult. Quick, stop. Pretty funny. (laughs) So then the next day we get. uh, uh, What happens? Can the caseworker even say who is who is going to adopt him? None, no, they didn't. And, and she just said he has inferred it. Lauren was sworn okay. to secrecy. He guessed it, which was, okay. you know. But I don't think. He, okay, sure. Okay, moving on. Sorry. So the next day, he catches up to her at the cafe and he says, I brought chocolate, which was, I thought that was kind of funny. And what is he? She's I, like, I'm busy. I have five tables. I'm going to leave. <laughs> said, Get out of here, you dink. Can you bust these tables for me? I yeah. just got stiffed on table three. Right. So they, it was one of those fake $100 bills that unfolds right. into a Bible verse. And yeah. they took my pen. So they kind of... They, <laughs> Give me back my pen. So they kind of smooth it over a little bit. And he says, you know, I should have just told you that I was really excited about the kid, too. And I want to make sure he ends up in the right place. It was a fine conversation. It was fine. So then they're they're back on again, That's and good. they're going to the gingerbread contest. Ooh, and I love a good gingerbread. And contest. when you say back on, back on what? There's no chemistry here. They're like brother and sister. Here's some chocolate. There's I don't even see. Are them they as dating a, at this point? Do you know why? Because, because they're it's brother and sister. A Hallmark it's movie? a Hallmark <laughs> movie, Jill. Yes. Okay. No, they're on. They are on again. On yeah. as in how I am with a stranger at Target. Yes. Yep. Perfect. Very much yes. so. Who, so you probably have a more adult conversation with that person. Right, who held the door open for me, now we're dating. <laughs> and also you're casually adopting a child. Right. Don't forget that part. Casually. Yes. I'm moving in. Well, uh, you are in an attic. Yeah, you true. live in an I mean, attic, which I mean, is fine. pretty much live anywhere. <laughs> One can only hope it's insulated very well because, I Most mean. Most attics aren't. <laughs> so we're, we're walking to the gingerbread contest. Lauren falls on ice. Oh, no. her heels. Well, on her, again. It was a great, like, prep. It was a great compound CCB. fracture of the arm. We saw the blown come out. Blood everywhere. Everywhere. That, that would have been amazing. There was oh. blood in the last movie we, we was did. Was there? Yeah. Actual blood. It awesome. was great. <laughs> First time I'd ever seen blood in one of these. So she then pulls Travis down in a flirty manner. And oh. all of a sudden, they're fake snowball fight. I mean, the snowballs were like, remember in, like, gym class, you had the yarn balls you'd yes. play dodgeball with? They're throwing yarn balls at each other, yes. right? And an innocent bystander gets hit with a snowball. And guess who it is, Dan? Uh, who haven't we Eric. heard from for a while? Yes, yes, Eric, you nailed it. I'm so good Too at this. Funny. And then uh, it got it got real awkward. Why? Um, she broke up with you, Eric. Leave. Yeah, right. Like, so, again, being an adult, you just did not pay attention to her. Please right. be an adult and just leave. Yeah. yeah, you know, most breakups are pretty ugly. Yeah. 
You know, like oh, yeah. you have to like change your phone number and not like, in Hallmark movies. I, I see. I think in this, I mean, if he's if it's a bad, I think if he's come being a dink about this, I think that's probably the most believable part of this movie. Yeah, is you know, well, he was for a minute. <clears throat> we'll get to that in, in a little. He's over it. Most breakups with the first love interest in these movies, it's like a like in football, it's like a pat on the butt, like hey, good job out there. We'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my first breakup uh, was a lot of sobbing, crying, and stalking. So. I don't know. Not a Hallmark movie. Not no. a Hallmark movie. <laughs> no. Yeah. Hallmark movie. Yep. Nope, you're right. Me too. See you later. High five. <laughs> Good decision. <laughs> I, you know, I'm a fan of that. I'm a fan of that. I wish I could go back about 20 Back years. out there, kid. <laughs> yeah, that's great. So, uh, <laughs> I love this. Eric and Eric and uh, Laura, or Lauren, I have friends, Eric and Laura. So, hi, guys. Maybe you're listening too. Eric and Lauren are uh, walking through the town, and he goes, Eric goes, so are you and Travis, uh, my bad. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, none of your business what Travis and I are doing. He literally said, my bad. <laughs> that was great. I know. Oh, Eric. You because that's, guy. that's how an ex-boyfriend would act. My bad. Oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. Right. No. Oh, Eric, you simple businessy guy. <laughs> right. That is none of your business. <laughs> so funny. Um, so... I'll skip through some of the rest of this. Lauren takes Eric to the cafe, and the cafe ladies were, we'll say, nonplussed. By Eric? Yeah. Well, he's named Eric. They looked at them, and they are like, oh, what is Lauren doing? They were, like, not impressed with this good-looking, successful <clears throat> gentleman who shook yeah. their hand and said, but, nice to meet you. But not they, impressed. But they know no. that he just business, 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 business. I don't think they even know that, actually. No, they, they, intuitively, well, they know. They knew he wasn't Travis. Yep. Yes, and yep. he was clearly not a Grandin Falls kind of guy. No. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. No. He, he was a big city guy. And, they have yes. more than one cab where he's from. <laughs> and it's not a pickup truck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we get the mystery. She gets a mystery call about the adoption. We don't know what's going to happen yet. We just know the caseworker called her and then we cut to commercial. Well, she oh. was smiling and walking down the street. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty clear it was good. Did you... Did either of you happen? Well, you didn't watch it, damn. Yeah, no, I'm not. Did you this. happen to watch the weight loss doctor commercial? By the way, no, I fast forwarded through all. Ah, the which one was it? Man. It's the same one. It's the. I think that commercial's in almost every one of these movies. It's a. It's a doc. It's a guy who's a quote unquote. I mean, he claims to be a doctor. Looks like he's had a lot of plastic surgery done to his face. And he has a weight loss pill for everybody to try. I don't think I've seen it's that one. It's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. It's worth a look at the commercials just to see that oh, one. Oh, that's one like, of my favorites. I like the commercials. Uh, so anyway, we... Oh, Eric says, meet me at the gazebo. What? A, by text. Yes, he did. Oh! That so, was amazing, I So thought. she meets him at the gazebo. Twist! This time, the gazebo was the scene of a dumping. Whoa! How, yeah. can, they, how can they do that to the gazebo? Right? The holy gazebo. Most of these movies, Jill, end in a gazebo with somebody kissing yep. and then credits roll immediately. I like it. Yeah. So usually the gazebo is like the culmination of everything you've been hoping for for the last hour and a half. <laughs> this I was time, in a gazebo in Montana with a guy I dated. Yeah. And we fought because he ate my candy bar. Oh, you Ooh. were in the breakup was, gazebo. Yeah. And we didn't break up, but he ate the whole thing and we got it to share. And I said, where's my part? And he said, I ate it. And I thought, sure, to, myself, and I thought to myself, you're so selfish. What yeah. kind of candy bar? It was one of those Canadian coffee bars. Okay. It's like a coffee candy bar. They're very mm, delicious. Because we good. were in Canada. Then we came back down through Montana. And yeah. there was a gazebo. And he ate the whole thing. I, no wonder. I, no. This I'm not a big fan of gazebos yeah. really now. Okay. Well, that. You've been scarred by gazebos. Yeah, a little bit. Well, hopefully your time in this gazebo has been enjoyable. So far, so good. Cold, oh. though. Cold. 
My office is really cold. It's kind of that wintry feeling yeah, in here. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. definitely chilly. Setting the mood. Yeah. I see my breath. <laughs> my, to- my toes are frozen. <laughs> it's, not, it's not ideal. Where's your heater? <laughs> uh, I have one. I'm also afraid that I'm going to forget it and leave it on and burn the whole place down, and then we're going to have to all move into the same place. <laughs> That's how that works. <laughs> but, you know, we'd get some free coats, though, yeah. right? I love a free coat. Who doesn't? <laughs> so Eric dumps her proactively, and she literally smiles. And he's like, I don't think this is going to work out. And he was acting, by the way. There were tears in his eyes. Oh. It was pretty solid. Yeah. Poor Eric. I was impressed. Yeah. Oh. It was a Chicago son, don't know what you got till it's gone kind of thing. Oh. Or is that a cheap trick? That is uh, Cinderella, I want to say. Don't know what you yes, got Cinderella. Till it's gone. I mean, it could have been any of those bands. It could have been. I yeah. think every one of those bands sang something to that Chicago song. had one about, turn around, I don't want you to see me this way. You're my inspiration. Yeah, that's that's, a, not, that's old, I'll think of the old, Chicago one yeah. after we record here. I'm sure, but I don't want you to see me this way. People, people are probably just turning off their podcast. Well, we need some Dan Fogelberg, that Christmas Dan Fogelberg song <laughs> <laughs> about like meeting his old his old flame at the liquor store or whatever. Nice. <laughs> oh, I love some Fogelberg. So we go to the Christmas tree lighting. Lauren, of course, gets to light the tree. Which like because they've never seen anything like her apparently she's a superstar in this town she's, she's an out of towner so they tell Dylan Dylan's excited that she's going to adopt him he's going to Lauren's going to be his adopted mom Travis finally is sort of normal and smooth and they kiss and then they go back to the house and they decorate the tree and it kind of pans out into this Norman Rockwell portrait of this new family. Which is kind of, I, I like that part. It was all, I mean, the happiest of happy endings. Um, oh, they gave Lauren the angel to put on top of the tree. And she's yes. like, wait a minute. What? And he goes, it's missing she, a wing. She, she just has it in her she purse. She had the wing. In her purse. Yeah. Because I just never saw that coming. That's where I keep my angel wings. All Especially the time. ones that are ceramic. Right. That's yes. really, yeah. It's just sitting in the side pocket. In the purse, right? Yeah. So anyway, it, was, it all worked out together. Actually, there was a scene I wanted to come. I forgot about this, but there was a line where the kid was worried about Lauren leaving with the other boyfriend and stuff. He's like, "Well, buddy, you know, there." Are, he's like, "I don't know what's going to happen, and hopefully, it works out." But there are things I can't fix. Good night. You <laughs> <laughs> know, like you know, <laughs> bye, buddy. Hope like, you find yeah, your dad. Yeah, great. <laughs> Some things I can't fix. Good night. Like no, like you know what? It'll be all right. We'll talk more about it tomorrow. It's true. We'll reconnect yeah. with her. We'll, you know, we'll always, she'll always be just a phone call away or whatever. Like, nope, there's some well, things I can't fix. Good night. And she might Bye. be adopting you, so you're just going to go and live with her anyways. I mean. Oh, man. It was In the attic. I was like, oh, <laughs> this is why maybe you shouldn't adopt this kid, Travis, because you have some work to do on your parenting yes. skills. Just traumatize the kid. All right, good night. Also, we saw Dylan, the kid, praying. A bunch of times for Lauren to stick around. Which and Lauren was, was eavesdropping in the eavesdropping, door. Eavesdropping, right which is like, please, oh man. Please have Lauren stay here. Lauren's like, oh. I, I, th- I think what I'm learning about Hallmark movies is that when you get a CCB movie, you're going to get a little you, bit more of the of the big G.O.D. Yeah. You do get I, a little I think, bit of... I think, it's, I think it might be a contract thing where it's like, hey, you know, this is going to be a capital C Christmas movie. Yeah. And we're going to take the capital C out of Christ. Miss. Movie. Right. I mean, she's very religious. Yeah, yeah which is I, fine. Yeah. I mean, it's Christmas. I'm not saying I don't this. mind a little extra fair. That's fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm just cool. saying, I think I'm because this is de- definitely more of the 
you get more of the faith stuff in the CCB ones than you do in the other ones. I have definitely noticed that. Although not so much in uh, Switched at Christmas. I don't remember any of the No, that one, no. That was just a weird one where, like, that one was genius. Just, like, left her children for no particular reason because she was bored with her life. Yeah. (laughs) It happens. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Not for me. Of course not. No. I'm never bored with my kid. It's running all the time. Never bored. Anyway, so, I don't know. Jill, your thoughts after looking back on this one. Um, like I said, it wasn't completely um, unenjoyable. I, I liked certain parts, but, you know, there was no chemistry between no. them. No. Or even the child, really. It was all very... And then I thought, you know, these movies, they are like kind of like in dog years. You know, she was there for nine days. Oh, yeah. And she had a job, and she had a man, and she had a kid, and... It might, have, it might have been under a week. That's really the best way to describe it. It's right. like, it kind of does occur in dog years. It where kind it's of like, occurs in dog like, years. You yeah. Know? And and which is probably why they didn't have any chemistry because they were strangers. They yes. were still just actual literal They're strangers. They were actual strangers. Absolutely. It was the best. That, that's the best part of these movies. It's right. So I mean, bananas. I think of time in there they said, what's your last name? And her last name was a name of an angel. Gabriel or yes, something. Yes, it was. Yes. Right. Of course it was. Yes. They're always very clever with their names. Right. But there was yeah. no talk of, you know, your political standpoint, your religion, or they're just going to hook up and make a, have a ready-made family. And, you know, it's a Christmas movie and it's Hallmark, but yeah. I, I, yeah. Also, I, I feel like the adoption process would take a little bit longer. Then, I'm then, fairly then least, certain it does. I yes. think it does too. Um, yeah. yeah. She did say due to his age and because it's near the holidays, we got it. Moved through. I quickly. don't think that's how yeah. that works because people go on vacation over the holidays no, and were, then it moves slower. They really ramp it up. There, that is like, we got to get them kids. I know new homes by Christmas. I mean, I, I loved the sentiment of this one though. I thought it was really fun overall. Um, but yeah, I mean, this was a pretty. You got all of the Hallmark movie tropes in this right. one, which was great. So we didn't see Happy the Dog though. I have, we haven't seen dog. Happy the Dog all year. No, he hasn't been in any of these movies yet. He was in one of the cut-in scenes with CCB during the commercials, though. That's good. With a plaid bow tie. I was a little bit worried about Happy the Dog being maybe Dead. Happy the Dog. He seems around. At the farm up north. He seems to be around. That's good. Yeah. That's good news. But he was working the plaid bow tie. Well, he's Happy the Dog. Yeah. So we, we like to give these a rating, Jill, at the end. Um, mm-hmm. On a scale of one partridge in a pear tree to 12... Dancers drumming or whatever it is. I forget. Lords of Leaping. Yeah, now I gotta look it up because I forget the scale. Pretty sure it's 12 Lords of Leaping. 12 Lords of Leaping. Right. Okay. So, ladies dancing. I'll yeah. go first. I'll Ten let you think about where you yep. want to put this one. This was actually one of the better Hallmark movies that we've seen this year. Well, um, after last week's, which I'll get out soon here, was bonkers bad. Yeah. It was, it was a stinker. Christmas... Memories 2 or whatever Oh, was. yeah, like... The Revenge of Christmas Memories. Oh, my gosh. Really it was... Oof. <laughs> oof. Oh, I love it. So, I gave this one... This might be somewhat controversial. I'm going to give this one 11 Pipers Piping. Ooh, Ooh nice. And I'll tell you why. I was initially going to give it something more along the lines of 8 Maids of Milking. But CCB just makes me smile. She puts her heart into these. She really tries... 
She was wearing a scarf, like a closed scarf through much of this movie. She must have been so degrees. warm. Right. Exactly. I mean, she... <laughs> the thing she, she works, does for her art. <laughs> she works real hard. And, and, she just, had, and her hair would look kind of bad a couple times, too. Because she, she was usually, wearing, like, stocking caps. She, <laughs> she usually has great hair, so she had a really kind of... Yeah, I, I mean, I find her just... She's one of my favorites in these movies, so I, I gave... I, I, I was going to go with something in the eight range... But she gives it a bump of at least, you know, two turtle doves or three French hens. So if we were going to give, if we gave Tom Arnold a three French hens boost in one of these earlier movies, because oh, he was great. Tom Arnold just basically makes it a perfect movie. He was, <laughs> like, the problem with him like starting the season like with Tom Arnold was that every other Hallmark movie is now judged against Tom Arnold. And it just can't live up. Because he just, like, chews the scenery and he's, like, peak Tom Arnold and it's wonderful. He's no CCB, though. Oh, he I, was better than CCB. CCB. Oh, he, I need him in like five Hallmark. Can you imagine the two year. of them together in a movie? That's a powerhouse right there. I don't know if she can handle it, to be honest. That might be hard. Challenge accepted. <laughs> Let's go. I want to see it. So anyway, yeah. I, I but here are some of the things though that really. I mean, the script was relatively tight for one of these movies. I mean, it all sort of added up and you kind of knew <laughs> the angel's going to show up at the end and it's going to be, it's all going to be a sign and it's all meant to be. And um, I did feel bad for Springfield North Elementary or wherever they were counting on her to oh, show up. Oh yeah, week finding a teacher mid Now they've got yeah. a classroom with no teacher for the next semester. They have to go find a long-term sub again and you're yeah, probably not going to get anyone to come in. This time you have to wait and, and hire at the end of the school year but now. And, over it. No, and she's not going to get her deposit back on her apartment. No, 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 just not no show way. Up. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, has she signed the lease yet? I mean, she might be out of you know, she might be breaking the lease at this point. Well, I mean, and she was rolling in with just like a few suitcases, no furniture, no. And I, I mean, I thought that was kind of. It was something. I was curious about that, but I didn't want to bring it up. Yeah, yeah. she travels lately. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. There must have been, a, I'm hoping there was a moving truck or something that had already gone before her. But where did, I mean, they had something with the furniture. They could not just load it into her apartment. Well, it certainly then... wasn't in the creepy attic. <laughs> no. There's no room in his like, mansion. Part. <laughs> no room in his inn. <laughs> but I loved there. I loved the cafe ladies. I loved the weird ice skating date. I loved the uh, I mean Sassy the cat was a revelation in this because that cat just could not have been less interested in what was happening. It was, it was great. <laughs> As cats mostly are. It's <laughs> yeah, perfect. But uh, yeah, so I like what what did you think, Jill? What's your rating on this? Um, one? Well, as you both know, I, I'm usually pretty sarcastic and bitter about things, but rightly so. Rightly right. so. But today maybe I'll be a little bit more honest. You know, I didn't hate it. Um, nice. It might have given me hope for love. <gasps> Shouldn't do that. So maybe when like a guy says, "What's your name?" I might tell him. Maybe. You know. Oh, yeah. Or I might not turn around to the gym when somebody wants to help me and tell him, "You don't know me." I said, "That that didn't go any well." <laughs> he doesn't know you. I, my friend had to tell me he's hitting on you. I thought he was trying to tell me what to do. <laughs> well, if he doesn't know you, that means you should go into the woods and chop down a Christmas tree with right. him. Right. So I, I might make some uh, d different decisions now. You know. I mean, I hope I don't get harmed in the process. Well, yeah, me too. Right. And I, you know, for you. I think it was kind of good, clean fun. It was yes, good, clean that fun. is what it always is. I think is. that my uh, 12 and 9 year old nieces could watch it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, and uh, I, I can't even say that I'm not going to watch another one. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. You know, nice I don't think I'll, I don't think I'll keep doing it because I think it's. It could be a little bit much. Yeah, it's it's oh. a bit much. It's getting to be a bit much for me, and I love these because they are. I mean, they're kind of everything that's wrong with society in a nice, tight two hours, really. So, mm -hmm. but so I, they're with fun fast credits too. Yes, right. very fast credits. So I think I'll give it um, 
Seven Swans of Swimming. Whoa, Whoa nice. That's pretty good. And you knew that it is Seven Swans of Swimming. Thank you. Thank you. Excellent. Nice job. I was expecting a much lower score from you. No, I didn't hate it. Perfect. I can live and with I that. And I think in the um, environment we're in with, you know, the stuff going on in the world, it kind of was a good break. Yeah. Here's what we're going to do. To turn your brain off. Movie. Yeah. We'll, we'll try to find a night. You can come down to, to the neighborhood. We will go to Leanne's house and mm-hmm. we'll watch Switched at Christmas. Yes, with wine and hors d'oeuvres. With wine and hors d'oeuvres, and it'll be magical. It is a wonderful movie. Because yep. that's what I want to do, hang out <clears> with two married couples. <laughs> Even better. Even better. Oh, my gosh. Maybe I could bring my mom. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. Well, hey. No, I'd love to come. I'm old have, enough that that's okay now. <laughs> there, are, there are 12 days until Christmas, so by the time you get down to the neighborhood... You will have found a man and adopted a child. I would have because it is dog years. <laughs> It'll be perfect. I mean, 12 days till Christmas. Congratulations, by the way, about that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Upcoming <laughs> nuptial and adoption. <laughs> In dog years, I'm already married. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for joining us, Jill. This was really fun. We should let people know what our next episode is going to be. Yep. Um, we've got, I think, so we've got one Check of Into Christmas. We've got another one coming out soon. Yep. The weekly thing is a lot more than I think we were anticipating. I've already got another weekly podcast that I kind of take a little more seriously than this one. Sorry. What? I know. That's kind of on me. Did, a that, bit. did that hurt a little bit? Um, you know, this might be one of those breakup situations where we pat each other on the butt and say, see ya. <laughs> Can I leave before that happens? It's been a good run, bud. Yeah, we've uh, yeah overestimated, I think. Yes. The time of watching a Hallmark movie every every week. Well, it is two hours. It's two hours of television to watch. It's an hour and a half if you fast forward through commercials. Yeah. Still, uh, you know, it's still an investment. So we have at least one coming out soon, very soon. And then this one will come out after that. And then we have Check Into the Christmas. Check Into Christmas. And then after Check Into Christmas, we have... Christmas at Dollywood. Christmas at Dollywood, starring Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. The actual Dolly Parton, I think as herself. And Um, who is a wonderful follow on Twitter, by the way, I might say. We'll find out. And, Hmm. I mean, star of 9 to 5 herself. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You follow Dolly Parton on Twitter? You don't follow Dolly Parton on Twitter? I do now. Yeah. And Monica Lewinsky, another great follow, by the way, my dad. Interesting. Yes. Strong woman, by the way. I don't have a big Twitter presence. I don't do Twitter much. No. I learn something new about Dan every time we're doing this podcast. Good times. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. One of the greatest lines of all time, I'll leave everybody with this thought. It's from 9 to 5. The beginning is... Rolled out of bed and stumbled to the kitchen. Poured myself a cup of ambition. Yes. <laughs> yes. And yawned and stretched and tried to come alive. Oh, <laughs> it's it. one of those like movies that was on Comedy Central as like a high schooler that you just like sat around and watched when you weren't working out during the summer. It's like, all right, well, guess I'm watching this today. Again. Too good. <laughs> Too good. Well, okay. hey, thanks to the six or seven people that I think are actually listening to this, including mom. Thanks, mom. Well, more than that, I think. I think we. I, I think we're in solid double digits of <gasps> listeners. Still, plenty of sponsorship opportunities. Yep. Yes, Balsam Hill. If you're listening, we love your product. We would love to take your money. Folgers? Also, Folgers. Yeah. Folgers. I see that you're free. Folgers. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Folgers. I'm sure you're listening, Steve. Too funny. Family friend. <laughs> all right. Well, until next time. Oh, does she know what's about to happen? Oh no. no. So at the end, we all say, "Meet us at the gazebo together." Yep. Okay. Yeah. In a cheesy voice. Okay, yep. give me like a number. Okay. okay. Ready? Until next time. Meet, Meet us at the gazebo. gazebo.